Welcome back to Recovering Snobs. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? I don't know. Nothing much, I guess. So what's going on? How was your day? Oh, it was Tuesday. So, you know, I don't really like Tuesdays, but the most important part is that I made it and I'm alive. So I guess that's that's as good as it's going to get. How was yours? Oh, it was good. Long, stressful, but whatever. (laughs) Right. That's life in your 30s. Right. So today we are going to be discussing interracial couples relationships yeah dating yeah interracial dating and i guess marriage or whatever you want to call that um okay so i don't know like how would you ever date outside your race is that something that you would ever do or be interested in um i don't know i think i would (laughs) Have you ever? Have you ever dated anyone? Have I ever? No, I have never. But I was starting to think I should. I should start going that route. Why's that? Because I don't like. Why limit myself? Are you attracted to men of other races? Um, some. Not. I don't know. It depends. I do see some people that I'm like, hmm, maybe. But then I'm like, no. I don't know. It just depends. Sometimes I'm attracted to them. You're not attracted to anybody outside your race? Like, you've never seen someone and you're like, wow, it's kind of cute. Maybe on TV, but I can't say that I've met anyone that I was like, oh, my God, he's so attractive or I like him or I have a crush on him. Um, You know what? I'm lying. Wait, I'm lying. When I was like, I used to go to Catholic school and they were like, there was like maybe one or two other black kids in my class. Um, and I think at some point I had a crush on, he might've been like a Spanish kid or an Italian kid, but I was like eight. Um, and I used to like new kids on the block, but that was just because like, I was like saturated in white culture. So uh-huh. I, I think like, because there was like no options. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't say that as an adult or even as like a younger woman, that I ever was like looking at uh, anyone outside of a black man that I deemed to be attractive. It's just, it's, it's just not there. No, for I, me. I have, I have seen attractive men of other races. So yeah, it's not there for me. I mean, like, yeah. you know, the guy who plays Thor in the movies, he's attractive. Yeah. He's an attractive white guy to me. Um, but you don't really see that. Like, and I don't know if you ever watched True Blood. Probably no. not. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it, for those of you who are like, you know, people who watch True Blood back when he used to come on, Eric. Um, and, and I, I don't know. I think like I have a universal type. Like I like big, tall, stocky kind of like strapping men. So that's Other races universal. are. Right. No, that's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, so like yeah. when I see a, a, like a white guy who is like, you know, big and tall and strapping, then, yeah, I guess, like, I could look at him like, oh, okay, he's nice looking. But just on a general day-to-day, I don't, I can't say that I've come across a white guy that I was like, wow, I, I just haven't. It's not my thing, and it's just they don't I do guess, it for me. And that's okay. Yeah. No, that is okay. That's fine. But I think, 
I think for me, I do see a lot of attractive men of other races. But I think sometimes, like, because I work with Asians and people from, like, the Middle East and all. And it's kind of crazy, like, when you get to know them. They're actually, well, obviously they're regular people, but when you, I think sometimes like when you get to know somebody's personality, it's like, wow. Mm. And I think that could be an attraction as well, but I don't, mm, I'm not opposed to it, but it's not something I've ever done. Right. I don't know if I'll ever do it. Right. But whatever happens, I'm too, like, I'm not like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, like, on a social level, I have had such limited interactions with white people. I remember one time, this was well over 10 years ago, I had, like, a little house party. Um, It was for my 25th birthday, so that was a while ago. And it was, like, a little birthday get-together with my friends and some cousins and whatever. And some of my cousins brought their white friend. Uh And I was taken back, like... What? And I remember pulling one of them aside, like, listen, I understand that's your friend, but you ha- you could have given me some warning about bringing a white person in my home. And he, lo- right, he looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong what? with you? Yeah, and I mean, I remember being like genuinely like offended almost like you should have said something to me because I, that's the first person, like, I felt like I should have had some say on who was the first white person to cross this threshold. And it sounds oh my so God. silly. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking about 25-year-old Vanel, you know. But I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you should have said something like, hey, I'm bringing my white friend. Like, you know, I shouldn't be surprised that you're bringing a white boy to my house. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, because I have had such limited social... Well, if that's your friend, you should know that they're not going to bring anybody that's He's, they're my cousins. Okay, so then and they're I mean, not going to bring anybody to your house that you wouldn't approve of. I didn't, Listen, listen, you have to understand, I have had, like I said, such limited social opportunities with white people. So because of that, I was very, like, on guard and reserved. And I get it, like, that's kind of not cool and it's also a little immature, but... I just wasn't expecting it, and I was taken off guard, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't know his white boy. He could be a cop. I mean, not that I was in there slanging dope, but mm-hmm. I still kind of felt like I should have known. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. And I mean, as it turns out, like, he's like a good friend to, like, one of my cousins. I think he was, like, in his wedding. Like, one of his good friends. That's all well and good. He's got, like, yeah. a white, excuse me, he's a black wife, I think, and some, you know, that, that doesn't make a difference, but I'm just saying, like, I was just, at that point, that was my first time meeting him, and I felt as though I should have known that there was going to be a white person here. Like, because for me, white people were mixed company, and I always felt as though there were certain things that I would not say and do in, in mixed company. So mm-hmm. th- I think that was the thing that kind of, like, threw me off. Um, I mentioned in a previous episode that one of the things that I admire about millennials is their ability to not give a fuck about that whole mixed company rule. They say and do and be as black as they want to be in front of right. the, in front of the world. So I think that that's one thing I've learned from them right. to not have to like, you know, tone my blackness down because I'm in a group of people who don't understand my blackness if you don't understand it it's not for you and let's move on but But that's the thing whenever i'm around 
people of other races, I'm always myself, and they actually love it. I mean, I guess I never really cared about what they loved or what they didn't like. It was more or less like but not saying, but then I'd like judging me, like, oh my god, what? Why are you doing that? Or what? They it were. It was a good time. Like I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess it wasn't so much of me feeling like they may judge me. It was more or less feeling like this is just for us. If I say or do certain things, you're not going to understand it. And I don't want to explain it to you. This is a part of my culture. And I don't feel as though I need to explain it to you. So you know what? I'm not even going to bother. I'm going to keep it professional with you. I'm going to put on my professional mask that I wear when I go to work. And Mm -hmm. that's just how I've always been. And even now, you know, I'm a lot more open to, like I said, just being my most authentic Black girl self anywhere I go but I had been taught a certain way and growing up like I said going to predominantly white schools and shit like that it kind of like prepares you for a certain world so you know okay I think I that's I've grown out of that fortunately and I thank the younger generation for that um but you know that's just my thing. We, we we got off topic about interracial dating and all that good stuff, but how do you feel? Are you one of those women who sees a black man, a successful black man, because this is a whole myth anyway, but a successful black man and you see him with a white woman, does that make you feel any type of way? No. It doesn't. Most of the, most of the guys that I see would, not saying that they're corny, but quote unquote, you know. But they're not the. If they weren't, let's put it like this: if they weren't successful, black women would not care. Right. I don't think, in my opinion, it's not until they get successful and they're with the person who stood by them or whatever. Maybe I don't know what's going through their head or what they went through, but I don't feel like I don't really care. No. Right. And this day and age is kind of like so common that. Right. I don't even see anything. I just see like two, like I don't, whatever. Well, for me, what disturbs me is when I see a black person, male or female, who dates outside their race exclusively and with the excuse of, I don't like black women because black women are now insert something negative. That is what I have the issue with because date who you want, like who you want, But I find it to be very self-hating for you to only be attracted to someone that doesn't look like you, your mother, your grandmother, your aunts. I feel like that's very self-hating. It's something in you who does not love you or your blackness because you are looking to, you're looking outside of who you are and what you come from to, you know, be with someone in a relationship. So um, for me, I I don't know I feel as though if you have to put me down as a black woman in order to validate why you are attracted to this, you know, race of maybe, women, it's maybe they had, maybe they had several experiences with black women. I don't know. I don't know. But so what? Maybe, you know, just with maybe they don't want anyone that look like my kids say I'm white. I don't know why they just do. Oh, you're white. Look at you. Your father's white. I'm like, no, I'm not white. They might not date light-skinned women, but I don't really But that's care. not the same thing as light skin. You are a black woman. 
at the end of the day, doesn't matter. But I've been how watered down are, with. But I've been watered down with something. And what does that mean? You are a black woman. <laughs> I don't care how light we are. Even though I'm mixed, we're black. We're you're black. You're black. I don't. So if you're Asian and black, then you're black. I mean, hey, I didn't create that one drop rule. I didn't. That wasn't my thing. But the way it's been in this country, the rule has been if you have a drop of black blood in you, you are black. And right. eventually, that black comes out eventually. So for me, like, I don't care how light skinned I am, I don't care how curly my hair gets. I but am no, a my- black woman. Right, but my point is, if there were was no interracial dating, we probably would not be here. We would be here, but we would be darker. We, us, ourselves, who we are? No, we wouldn't. I believe we We'd would. We'd be other people. Okay. Maybe I'd be a fucking, maybe I'd be Beyonce. I, listen, I don't fucking know. It does, like, no. as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I would still probably be the same spirit born into a different body, and that doesn't bother me. Um, but, and and to be honest with you, I feel like my complexion is was from force and not from two people falling in love. It was more than likely somebody was getting raped back there in my ancestry, and that's why I'm so light-skinned. So, you know, I don't revere that, like, oh, wow, I'm light-skinned, and that makes me special. It's like I've always looked at my complexion as proof of abuse that my ancestors suffered. So... I don't, I don't necessarily I know, feel that well, it's the most. I know people. I know a lot of mixed people, and they. I don't know. I don't think they look at it like, oh, I was abused back like my ancestors. But well, if you're mixed, they're our age. If you're mixed, and that's a product of my mother is white, my father is black. Yeah, and? that's not the same thing as me being light skinned with two black parents. So, yeah, that's a little different. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know I, both my parents are black. I know my grandparents are black. You know what I mean? Like, that, whatever, wherever that European blood came from, it came way down the line. People I didn't know, people I didn't encounter, and more than likely, people who were not willing to go ahead and have these interracial relationships. So maybe for me, that's one of the reasons why it's not something that I'm interested in just innately like I'm not here for that for vanilla I what other people do is they business but for mm-hmm. me it's just a it's a hard no and it's not even anything that I feel like I can control it's just what I'm not attracted to I'm very just I don't know I'm very interested and engaged in men of my own race so what if your kids brought home someone of the diff- of another race I can't say I wouldn't be disappointed I can't say I wouldn't be. Would I get over it? Probably. But I can't say I wouldn't just first reaction be a little disappointed. I can't. I can't say I wouldn't be. Okay. Mm-hmm. A well, lot of people say, oh, I wouldn't care. But I'm going to be honest. I would. I would care. I would. It, it, just because. Is it certain races or? Anything. It, 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 I would prefer okay. that all three of my sons brought me home a black girl. And not brought me home, but decided to spend their lives with a black woman who understands their experiences, understands that, you know, has similar upbringing. And yeah, that's, that's my preference. I can't control their preferences though. That's not for me to determine, you know what I mean? But what I would prefer is someone who has similar 
you know, backgrounds as them. And in this country, realistically, Black people have a, one experience and everyone else has a different experience. That's just what mm-hmm. it is. I didn't make the rules. Yeah. That's what it is. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should speak to someone who is actually dating outside of their race. I think so. Okay. So I'm going to, do you want to introduce her or? Yeah. So we recently made a friend. Amber, um, she's a young lady who is dating a really cute white boy at that. You know, that's the thing, too. I feel like this is my own personal opinion. Sometimes we see black men, regular Joe Schmo black guy. He gets any, you know, a lot of times he's very self-hating. I only date, you know, women outside my race. And then they get just anyone. Just pull it off the lot. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll buy it. But mm-hmm. I feel like black women, when black women date outside of our race, we are going for somebody of substance and quality, and we got certain like, like a certain criteria. I could be wrong, but that's just yeah. my opinion. So, Amber seems to be like in a, you know, from the the brief interaction we had with her and her significant other, they seem to be in a good space and happy and in a you know healthy relationship. So, we are going to give Amber a call and see what she feels about this whole topic yes hold on guys bear with us and our technical stuff that we have not yet mastered oh my god <laughs> i can't do it it's not sure working you can <laughs> no i can't why is this not working? Jesus Christ. Damn it. One second. We're working it out. Working it out. We're still here, so don't go anywhere. Oh, okay. Hi, listeners. So we have Amber on the line. Hey, Amber. (laughs) So Vanilla and I were just discussing interracial dating, and we just wanted to get your take on it since you are currently dating someone of a different race. So let's, you know, get a few details about you. So how old are you, Amber? Uh, 24. 24. Gosh. How young. Um, so you have been in a relationship with your boyfriend for how long? Um, it's close to four years now. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. Yes. You are old. Y'all old married couple at this point. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so before him, right? Did you? Okay. What are, What are your preferences? Like, has it been exclusively white boys? Have you dated black guys before? Oh yeah. Uh, he's actually the first and probably the only one. Yeah. 
Wow. So, yeah. What uh, made you? Black eyes before him. A lot. Like, like probably like four or five. Like before I got to try out, you know, <laughs> another race. <laughs> so I had a little bit of experience. <laughs> okay, so what made you go, what made you decide to stay the white guy? Honestly, it wasn't even about the race. He just treated me like a lady. The first guy to say, let me take you out on a date. That's all it took. Really? I was like, oh, you want to take me out on a date? Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. usually guys that I was talking to, the first thing they want to do is smoke some weed, chill in their mother's house. Like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I Damn. Can that's not, that is so disheartening. You know what I mean? Because I remember I being know. a young woman and like, I mean, and these were hood niggas that wanted to take me out on dates. So I, I, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this, just this generation of, of young men who don't feel as though they need to put in a little effort to get to know yes. a woman? Yeah. I mean, it's social media. Mm. Social media is the blame. Yeah, and I don't even miss the social media no more, thank God. I'm taking a little, I took like a two years off. Well, that's good. Yeah, so, but social media. <laughs> are you, like, how, like, are you able to be yourself? Oh, yeah. Like, do you feel oh, like okay. there's certain things you can't do or say because you're black and he doesn't understand? So, at first, I was under that impression, but, um, Probably, like, after a year or so of his um, dating, I kind of got how he was, and we were fine after that. It just takes it, – it's, it's different because he brings another perspective from, like, the outside looking in, kind of, sort of. Okay. And, you know, we have discussions and stuff like that, but, you know, it it hasn't been any, like, you know, I feel like he doesn't understand where I'm coming from because he does. Even though he hasn't, he's not black himself. He okay. like he he's familiar with the culture. I'll say it like that. He's familiar with the culture, and I'm not his first black girlfriend. So. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. And how does his <laughs> and how does his family treat you, and vice versa? Oh, they are awesome. You know, the first time I met them, they uh, what was the first thing we did? Oh, they 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 they, they welcomed me with open arms. Um, you know, when I went down to visit, I was initially, like, nervous. I was like, oh, God, they don't think I'm ghetto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was, like, my first thing. And I was like, damn. Like, it was it was great. You know, like, they, oh. you know, they really welcomed me with open arms. And it's one of the nice things, like, one of the nice people, you know, I've ever so met. So they it wasn't it. a, it wasn't a get out type of situation oh no no not okay. at all i'm just i'm just asking. not at all you know, so thank god but. <laughs> going back to you i mean it probably was easier coming into the situation considering the fact that you were not the first black girl probably that they knew like he likes the black girl so we're not going to expect yeah. him to bring home allison true. um yeah. you know he liked the black girls right well he, he's dated various types of girls and different races and stuff like that. Really? Like, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not, I'm just not his first black woman that he's been with. Mm. <laughs> okay. So he's pretty, he's accustomed to, you know, 
got to have a, a, a ponytail wall, got the, the brushes and, you know, the hair, the natural hair. He's accustomed to it all, and he loves when I wear my, my afro out. Like, he likes all of that stuff, so. What about your family? How did they receive him? Oh, yeah, my family don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, whatever, like, she's like, happy. Right, that's all they said. It was like, oh, you know, you're happy, so you gay. But if he fuck up, you need to make sure you call us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't hear from from you in a few days. Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> Did it ever cross your mind that, like, y'all would get into a really, like, bad fight and he would call you a black bitch? You know what? I, I don't think it, I don't think, like, I mean, we, it's not really about race with us. It's kind of just, like, some things, you know, like, being in an intellectual relationship can have, like, things where, like, it's like a culture shock. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, something that I do that I grew up doing is not really something that he grew up doing, so he wouldn't really understand it as much, and it's, like, vice versa. Well, like, so, for like, example, like, what do you, like, what what does that look like? So, okay, so um, up here, uh, the the men... You know, everybody goes to, like, the baby showers and stuff. It's kind of, I guess it's like a, I don't know if it's like a New York culture or just like a, you know, a black cultural thing. I'm not sure. But I know in my family, everybody goes to the baby showers together. Everybody, it's like a big party. But on um, where he's from, they don't do that. It's kind of like a woman thing. Like, yeah. the women go through the baby showers and stuff like that. And the men, they don't, they don't really get involved with none of that. So that I mean that was this that's a little bit weird for me. I'm like, really? Y'all don't you know so it's like I don't know, maybe like um just like, you know, he grew up in the suburbs and you know, not really around a whole bunch of black black people, so <laughs> those conversations are always funny, I guess. So it's like, Yeah, this is how it usually is and you know, um, we live we live up in the Bronx, so, you know, the Bronx is, like, majority, like, you know, black and Hispanic. So, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of things that he's like, oh, my gosh, this really happened. <laughs> so, but wait, so when you guys go out, do you get looks? Like, have you ever gotten into any sort of complication or? Yes. So oh, wow. We were at, uh, we were at a bar. Uh, it was actually the bar that we met at. Um, and. You know, we were sitting there talking to the bartenders, getting a drink, and this guy came over and he was like, "Oh, you went for a white dude? I, I could treat you better than that." So, oh wow! Just turn against your own race, like he was like so negative, and I'm just like, it's not even about, like, if for me it wasn't about the color, it was just the fact that he was so like, you know, forward and he knew what he wanted, and that's what made, that's what helped me make my decision. On like you know if I wanted to be with him and stuff like that, it would. Yeah. It really has nothing to do with um with race. For See, me, for my situation, those are the types of relationships that I'm always like, all right, that makes the most sense to me. But yeah, my issues have come. Not, and I don't even have an issue because it's none of my business. But when a black man or a black woman decides to date outside their race. Like you didn't make the decision to do that. You just fell into it. You met someone that you clicked with and it was organic. Whereas like I, I have encountered people that's like, Ooh, no, I don't date black men because X, Y, and Z. 
you don't have to put yeah, your race down to justify who you are in a relationship with. And I appreciate that. Exactly. But would you ever date a black guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've dated black guys before. Um, it's just, unfortunately, the ones that I dated before just weren't the right ones for me. That's all that was. Nice. You know, it's just like I've dated guys who had kids. I dated guys who um, who were like five to eight years older than me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I and my boyfriend, he's five years older than me. But I've always liked older guys, period. Right. Just because most guys my age, you know, they, they don't really yeah. live together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're 24. Yeah, not for nothing at 24. Yeah, I mean, 24, yeah. It's kind you know, of hard like, to have it together in 2018, exactly. you know, not for nothing, yeah, especially it, in this city. It really, yes, yes, it really it's is. So true. It Things really were is. different when on when I was your age. My first apartment was $800 a month. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, oh. like, you're not going to find that if, in 2018. You're not going to find anything like no, that. No, you will find a room. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, yes. you'll find your room for eight hundred dollars. Right. So most people are actually going to Jersey and running mm-hmm. rooms over there because they pay like it says like four hundred dollars a month wow. to stay stay out in Jersey and just go back and forth to the city. Yeah, it's like the best thing for them to do. Yeah, and you know it's it's really crazy out here. Like you know, I was like so with, I was staying with my grandmother and. um she was like, uh, you know, I was staying at her house, and I could afford my own apartment when I was 18, 19. And most people, and that's another thing, too, about um, the difference of where you grow up at. You know, my boyfriend, he grew up in the suburbs, and, you know, in his area, you could rent out a one-bedroom for $600, and you out of your parents' apartment. But up here, it's different. People still live with their parents, so it's because it's so expensive. Right. So it's better, it's better to share and just pay some of the rent, then pay a full rent. Everybody just put in. You know what I'm saying? So, so do you feel like early. white guys are more independent? Um, it depends. I've met some. Um, I've met some uh, very unstable white people. Uh, right. You know, yeah. So like, you know, people. I've met a lot of white people who are actually like strung out on meth, homeless people. It's a lot of them that I've met, like, just off of just walking down the street, you know, in different, mm-hmm. when I was in different states and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, I see a lot of that. But I guess um, predominantly in the city, I see a lot more successful white men than black men. But I think it has way more to do with, you know, our uh, exposure to things and how our perspective and how our take is on things as well, and as well as just um, systemically, you know, um, racism and things mm-hmm. like that also can mm-hmm. part in that as well. But it's a lot of our culture, how how we are, that, you know, everybody has, like, you know, little faults in, right. in, in, in anything. And, you know, it's definitely some things as, a, as black people that we need to work on, period, as a, as, as a whole, just like as any other race. White people, you know, need to work on some things and Indians right. and, Asians, everybody has something that's like, ooh. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you have that, like, right. cringe thing. It's like, oh, my God, I would never do that. But, you know, people have the same reaction to, every, to everybody's cultures and race and things like that. So I think right. that 
honestly, like, you know, it's, it really is very sad to see, you know, because um, I've always, like, want my black brothers and sisters to, you know, I want them to, to really get where they need to go and do what they need to do. So you don't see that as much. And, you know, we need to see more of that. Right. So, but you know, it's, what it's, about it's your sad. friends? Are you the only one who dates outside your race, or? Um, hmm. Let me think. I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, how do they? I went to school on the planet, and a lot of my friends are, like, African. Uh, right. Well, actually, um, my best friend did date outside of her race. Um, okay. She's African, and the guy she was dating was Dominican. So that that's a kind of crazy mix right there too. I have a friend that dates outside her race, and I'm just like, how? Why? What? What is it like? You know what? It's like a whole nother. It really is like it's it just one. It's just like, like so many questions. Well, how do your friends relate, relate, and how do they re- react to you? I mean, that you've been with this this guy for four years, so you may have friends that you met after you started this relationship. So how do how do people like react to? You having, you know, like, it's 2018. I'm sure most people are, like, you know, cool about it. But how do they, does anybody, like, say anything or, or outlandish? So, like, usually, usually they just, like, really shocked. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, really aggressive. And mm-hmm. they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like me that night. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Yeah, wow. Once I got into a cab and the guy was like, wait, that's you? I was like, yeah. He was like, what? Like, that's most <laughs> reaction. Then it's like, oh, okay. And then they're like, wait, y'all been dating for how long? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, wow. And then it turns into that. But then it's like, whatever. Like, my, I have this same group of friends that I've been hanging out with um, for about 10 years now. And, you know, at first it was kind of shocking. And after that, it was like, whatever. Yeah, they don't care. They support you. No, yeah, it's not that serious. Yeah, and as long as he ain't an asshole or dick, we good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also, we're fortunate enough to live in such a diverse city and also a city where people kind of typically mind in their business and leaving everybody else's alone. So Mm -hmm. we see so much in the city that the last thing most of us are paying attention to is someone dating outside their race. Um, but, you know, because it could be a lot, like, it could be, you could be with a whole crackhead right now. And I think as right. a friend, I would be more concerned if you're with a crackhead or a man who beats you or, you know, something exactly. something exactly. negative. But, you know, it's still, like, for me, because I don't really, now that I think about it, no, I don't think any of my friends date outside their race. So, for me, it is something that's different because I don't really know. In my family, even we mm-hmm. kind of all, you know, we we go black. That's just what we're into. <laughs> but right. um, did, did they ever like tell you like you better not bring home no white boy? <laughs> um, it, like it was never said in those words, but okay. um, I was raised watching Eyes on the Prize and Roots and all of that stuff, and so they raised me to be like such a militant black person and then were very confused as to how I became such a militant black person. So mm. I don't think that that was ever like a question of what I was going to bring home. It was, you know, and then once I started bringing them home, 
they were just seeing like, oh, okay, she likes ghetto boys. Okay, we see. So that was never, I don't even think that crossed anybody's mind that I would be dating. But maybe when I was like eight and I like new kids on the block. Maybe then they thought, oh, but I don't yeah. know. I love that being new kids on the block. <laughs> they got you know new kids on the block. You're only 24. Really? Yeah. Like, let me tell you, my father is the reason why I am the way I am. Little, he was playing the old school in the car, DJ Robbie Ross, CDs from the Bronx. Like, he would go to the Bronx to get his old school CDs, and we would blast it on every road trip. So I know all the all the old school music. I know about heart. <laughs> well, I don't think my family would care if I bought my. They know I I don't give a fuck what they thought anyway. So <laughs> they probably would just be like, oh. someone that you can see yourself having children with in the future and all of that like and how do you like how do you envision that to be like with having biracial children um I guess uh well we talk about it sometimes like um I do see myself like marrying him and having kids with him but you know everything process with me (laughs) everything yeah because you know like yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I think I think it's like you know a process that we have to we have to continue going through, and then when I get to that point, then I get to that point. But I want it to be like really natural. I don't want anything to feel forced or anything right. like that. Because you know, a lot of my friends, um, they're like pregnant with kids already, and you know, a couple of my friends are like you know, um, one my sister, my little sister, is like married. So, you know, it's a lot going on. I'm just like, okay. Well, how old is she? Oh, she's, um, my little sister's 22. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I was your little sister. I was married at 20, so. Yeah, I was married at 20. Uh Okay, how was that? How was that for you? Hard. Very, very hard. And I don't ever recommend that to a young person. So the fact that you're like, well, I'm, I'm ready to take my time and go through the motions. That's very smart because I wasn't trying to hear nothing that anybody had to say. I was like, I'm getting right. married. I got a baby. I don't want to be nobody's baby mother. So we're going to do this now. We're not going to wait. We're going to do it right now. So, um, yeah, I just don't advise young women to, well, young people for that matter, to do that, right. make that step before you are 100% ready and you understand what your role is in this marriage and you know what a marriage right. is and you have like real honest expectations of what marriage really is. It's not the happily ever after. It is the beginning of a partnership and a contract. So Right. Legally. Yeah. 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 That, wow. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. People like think it's like, you know, fairy tale and everything like that. No. But I look at all the viewpoints. I'm like, okay, legally I have to put you on my taxes. So we gotta take this serious. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is not something to play with. That's no. why I'm not married. <laughs> because uh uh-uh. uh I'm like, I gotta pay 
to get fucking away from you. Yeah, it's true. Like, you have to get permission from the government to break up with somebody you don't want to be with. Mm -hmm. It's not that simple. Yeah, like, that. it's hard. And and then doing that in your 20s when you don't really quite know who you are yet. I don't feel as though I became completely a woman until I hit my 30s. Like, I thought I was grown. I was doing all the grown things. I had children, you know, was married, Mm -hmm. full-time jobs, living on my own, all of that stuff. And I just was acting as an adult, doing the things that I, but I wasn't thinking completely like an adult yet. Like, my my spirit wasn't grown yet. So. So what age do you think is, like, ideal for it? If if you could go rewind back in time, what age would you do? Would you get married? 30, 31, and that's just me. That's me. Other people mature differently. So you may feel ready at 27. You may feel ready. It depends on, yeah, it really depends on you. It does. It depends on your Because I get get bored easily, and I, like you guys said, oh, you know, marriage is not like a fairy tale. My marriage is going to be a fairy tale. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) be married to anybody and be, like, miserable. I refuse. Well, no, not getting into the no, no, not not really. Well, let me rephrase what I said. Then. What I mean, what I meant to say was like, it's not, it's not going to be flowers and peaches all the time. Like mm-hmm. y'all going to hit those, you're going to hit those spots where you're just like, all right, yeah, I don't feel like dealing with you right now. I need a break, or I'm about to go read my book. Yeah, you can't get away, right, right, right. Yeah, you know, or just go for a walk or something like that. Like you know, I mean, I it's, it's just do that. I, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I mean by, like, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. But some people, like, they they get into, like, you know, my little sister, she talks to me all the time, and she's just like, she's like, Cherokee? <laughs> I mean, Amber? Yeah, Amber. She's like, um, you know, marriage is, marriage is work. So I, I enjoy every minute of it, but it, it, it's not, you know, a fairy tale or nothing like I that. I don't know. But, I, I'm like a little nervous. All of this work that I hear people talking about, like, but I, it's, like it's it becomes it's, worth it's it work. when it's the it's person that work, you though. feel as though you are supposed but to. But I just be. feel like if it's like a good connection, it shouldn't be that much work. Like, what it is you? going to be work because you're sharing your entire life with someone Literally, else. So life. it is work. Whereas if it's when you're sharing your entire life with someone that you genuinely love, it, it can be hard, but you know in the back of your mind that it's worth doing. If you don't, right. if but where you, you can be with someone and not be married and still share your entire life with others. You could, but you would be a fool too. Yeah, you could. You would be a complete fool to share everything and every part of yourself with someone who has not made the commitment to say, you know what. On paper, I'm claiming you. If I die, you get all my things. You know what I mean? So. It, you no, would be a doesn't mean you're not gonna get all that thing. But then what was this if you're gonna share your life with somebody, then what is the harm in putting a ring on on, you know, your finger everyone. and changing your last name? And it's it's not for everyone to do, but to me, marriage is a it's a certain level of protection legally. If he gets into a horrible car accident and his mother lives in California, you don't want to have to wait for his mother to make decisions for him. In that moment, when it's you who's living with him, right. that's why they have children. Yeah, but if you're gonna sign all these other legal documents, why are you like so hesitant to sign that ultimate document that covers everything? 
why be so hesitant to sign that document when it's like, oh, you're going to be my health care proxy. Oh, you're going to be the, you know, the executive of my estate. Why are you going to sign all these other everyone little documents? Doesn't, everyone doesn't want to be married. But then why? Yeah, I was about to say, a lot of people that are not, they've been together for, you know, 10 plus years and they are very happy. I've known yeah. of those people too. And I've known of those people who say that, but in the back of their minds, it's like, oh, I'm not marrying him because he's messy and he don't know when to stop cheating. Or I'm not marrying him or her because they are, like, buried in debt and I don't want to inherit that. Like, they have their reasons. No, It's, right. it's very few people who are like, I don't want to get married just, just because I don't want to get married. It's usually a reason and it's one that they're not necessarily going to be so forthcoming with you about. But they know why. They know their reasons. They're just not going to share those reasons. Or they're just uh, afraid of commitment, you know. So, it I think that it's it makes a, the most sense. Okay. Yeah, it makes I the most sense that. to me. Um, when you when you start having children with someone, or you are interested in having children with someone, I think that it's just cleaner to just let's cover all bases. We're married. You know, I can sign all kinds of documents for you, and vice versa. I would, for me personally, there's nobody else that I would trust. With if God forbid I was incapacitated and I needed somebody to make life or death decisions for me, there's nobody else that I would trust more than the person I'm married to. I wouldn't trust right. anybody else because nobody else understands what it is that I want and what it is that you know is important to me and, and my family. So I, I just think that when it's the right person that comes along, you know that and you don't mind doing the work. You don't mind being uncomfortable sometimes. You don't mind those things because in the back of your mind, you know that this person is worth it. I, told, I, I agree with that. I also, I will also Maybe. say that it depends on somebody's, it depends on somebody's morals as well and beliefs. Because like I said, you have people who don't really believe in marriage and don't believe that a paper should, should you know, represent their love like they don't uh -huh. need that to represent their love i've heard that um that that as well um but you also have like people like for me the the main reason why i think that marriage like i, I would want to get married is because i before i have kids you know i just think that it's something very secure mm -hmm. you don't want them to be bastards as far as yeah, and that's the fact, because yep. I wasn't a bastard, so I don't want my kids to be, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, to each his, to each his own, you know what right. I'm saying, but I know, I know from, from my own beliefs and my own morals and how, you know, I've seen things growing up, I would much rather, you know, be married with kids than to not be married with kids, just because I know how hard it is to be a single mom. Because I've watched my mom. But you could be married and still be a single mother. That that is very true. <laughs> I mean, no. once you get once you get to that case, y'all separated. Y'all not. Right. Right. Once y'all get to that case, y'all separated. I'm talking about not like, all the time. Some people know. are married and the guy is there. What? Yeah, but then y'all not really married. <laughs> y'all got a y'all got a piece of paper. No, but okay. if y'all living together and you're like not really in a any kind of relationship and that's just a permanent state, not a temporary well we fighting right now, then I mean what's the point? You just married yeah. just and fur furthermore, you likely got married just for the hell of it too. And it takes work. You're not willing yeah. one of y'all's not willing to do the work. So if he's just there, 
And that's why I don't want, I do want to get married, but I'm not, I don't understand this work that I have to do. If I'm with you and you're with me and you know me so well and I know you and we're just we're, it's, it's fucking happy-go-lucky. In my opinion. <laughs> no. And just because, because I know you today does not mean that I will know, you're not going to be the same you necessarily in 12 years from exactly. now. Exactly. We're both going to grow. Right, but that doesn't, yeah. but that, okay, just because you know someone right now doesn't mean that you don't have to continue the process of getting to know them and getting to understand them exactly. and understanding who they are and, and them understanding you. And that is the work because you may grow into a different person mm-hmm. that he doesn't understand right away. That's where the work exactly. comes in. Making him now understand it or him making you understand this is who I am and this is how I evolved. And now the both of you coming to accept that growth. Those are the things that you right. work on. I just feel like you should grow together. But that's I mean, ideal. That's that's ideal. You're growing and you're growing behind me, like no. But that's and it doesn't necessarily mean growing behind you. You're just growing differently, and that's ideal to say, say like, we're going to grow together. It's probably not the same pace either. Like you know, especially like um, if there's a, if there's an age difference, the growth patterns are going to be different mm-hmm. regardless. Like it's I don't. Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I guess because you know I I deal with that like my like our growth patterns aren't very different because you know he's five years older than me so he's done and went to so it's like certain things that he just feels like oh I've been there done that like I'm over that yeah yeah but I mean but he's not lying though when he already <laughs> right and it's like oh it's my first time like <laughs> right like he's like just something as simple as like um. Well, five like, years older than you well. should really be like your age. Uh, immature. I can't be mature. Well, we got yeah, way, way, way off topic here. So, um, <laughs> so we yes, often do oh, that. Right. We often do that, but you know, we gotta steer it back on course. Reverted back. Um, <laughs> yes. So, is there any advice that you would give to both? people who are in a new relationship and, and, you know, they're just starting out and they're trying to, they're kind of testing the waters. That's part A of the question. And part B of the question is, do you have any advice for people who are like dead set against interracial relationships and they may have a relative or a friend or someone who is in a, in a, in a new relationship or in a relationship, like how do you, deal with that like what advice do you have for those people okay so the, i'm gonna answer the first question first the um you said the you said like new um, relationships like the, regular relationships no new interracial like relationships like you know um you know they, they're just starting now and they're just testing the waters and they may mm-hmm. be a little apprehensive or nervous like you said it took you a while to realize that he wasn't a certain kind of way, whatever you had in your mind. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, I guess I would basically say like, number one, don't give a fuck about what nobody say about uh-huh. your relationship because it's your relationship. Um, right. and you know, um, I would definitely not go, um, let's see, let's see how to answer this. A good way to answer this. Um, I guess I would say also that, not to think about color and just think about like um like cultural i guess 
this is well, like the individual. Yes, like how they are as a person, not like not don't focus too much on oh my god he's white or oh my god he's Asian. Like don't focus on that. Focus on things that um that you guys have in common and grow from there. Because if you right. focus on all the stuff that's different, it, sometimes it can be very frustrating. Because then you feel like you have nothing, um, you have nothing like that's like them. Like they can't, you guys can't relate. And in that right. case, you shouldn't even be with them if you feel like that. Right. But, you know, it's times where you can get like that if you're stuck on your differences. And right. if you guys, oh, you both, both like, you know, ranch with hot sauce, like. <laughs> ranch with hot sauce. <laughs> what? <laughs> or never got like that. Well, both, it's so good. Or, or, you know, like, um, if y'all both, like, watching, like, looking at um crazy conspiracy theories, I don't know. Just, like, you know, focus on things that are, like, or just whatever. Same. But, I mean, you can learn something you from You can everybody. focus on You just different. never know. Right. But just not too much. Like, that's, I just don't, like, people overthink it. Because I know I kind of did in the beginning. Because I'm like, Think oh, my God. You to be open-minded. Because you never know right. what. You might think you don't like something but you just never know because you've never tried it or it's yeah. never been introduced to you so yeah I yeah. get it okay. Yeah. Okay. and so part yeah. B of that question uh, what advice do you have to like for the outsiders like you know the mom whose son just brought home uh, a white girl or for uh, you know, someone, the sister whose sister just brought home a white guy. And, you know, like, what's your advice to those people who are, like, apprehensive? So, you know, I don't, in the beginning of, of, of the conversation before we called you, I was telling Sharika that I was 25 years old and one of my cousins brought his white friend to my house. And I was like, what? Like, you should have called me. You should have let me know. You should have given me some fair warning. Because I had never had a white person in my house before. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have much <laughs> social experience with, with, mm-hmm. with white people, but that's just because of the way I grew up and where I grew up and where I live. So, right. um, you know, what advice would you give to, let's say me, if my sister started dating a white guy right now? I would say welcome with open arms because, you know, everybody's different and I think everybody is, should be able to get at least one chance. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. give them a chance. You know, if they if they fuck up, then you just be on them. But you know, try to try to just look past them being white or being Asian or whatever. Just other being race. different, just being other. Yeah, like um, you know, just just focus on like my sister is happy. Like right. I'm glad that she's right. happy. I'm glad that you make her happy. Yeah. You're, You're right. right. And, You're and, right. Because if 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 my sister didn't bring home a white guy right now, I wouldn't really care. As long as he's treating her well, I would just be happy that she's happy and that. You know, she has someone in her life that's making her happy. To be quite honest with you, that's just my take on it. Um, yeah, and that's all. That, and honestly, that's really all that matters. Like, you know, as long as they're happy, you know, if they looking, you know, sad and stuff like that. Then you like, wait, what are you doing to my sister? Yeah, that's anyone. <laughs> right. Um, you know, anyone. my anybody, advice to you know. everybody is to mind your fucking business. It doesn't Amen. really have anything to do with you. <laughs> if it doesn't affect you, then it doesn't affect you, whether you agree with it or not. Right. If it's not your business, it's not your business. Don't make it your business. That's exactly. Your take on it. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you, Amber, for joining us. It was yes. A yes. I feel so oh, enlightened. Yes. Yes. Thank you. 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 Thank
Of course. I'm like, be quiet and start getting my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, snubbed. God isn't done with us, but we're definitely done with you. Oh, no, no. I forgot my quote. Wait. People too often forget that it is your own choice how you want to spend the rest of your life. Well, snobs, God isn't done with us, but we're definitely done with you. Um, anything else you want to say for now? Tonight? No, just take care, and thanks, Amber, for having this chat with us. Yes, yes I definitely enjoyed you guys. You guys are awesome. Everybody oh, continue listening to the podcast. They got great content. Aww. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Good night. Bye.